0: Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. GOP Josh is a young conservative influence with a lot of power. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome, this is the Conservative Crusader here on the Red Future Radio Network, redfutureradio.com. I'm glad to be with you all today, as always, our website, gopjosh.com, gopjosh.com for the program's website, the network is at redfutureradio.com and we are so glad to be with you all today. Before I hop in and forget, let me tell you about our Patreon page, it's only going to take a second. Our Patreon is the easiest way and best way to support us financially here at the Red Future Radio Network and on this program. It is so vitally important that if you can give, you do give at this point in the stage as we are expanding this network to more than just myself, Sam, and Wally um, as we're moving towards a contributor phase of the network where we're going to have people from all over the country calling in on a regular basis, giving us an update on what's going on in their part of the country and their two cents on what's going on nationally. So instead of this program being just my voice and uh, an occasional guest, like Paul Gracia and Lizzie Marbach and Bernie Moreno, if you miss those interviews, go back and listen. Um, it'll be someone who you hear all the time here on the network. And we're working on bringing that uh, big, also preparing for a big trip to Milwaukee next year to see Donald Trump accept the Republican nomination uh, at the and provide content for you at the Milwaukee Republican Convention. And so, if you can give, please give. We will try to repay with the best content we can over at our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash gopjosh, as in the name on the program, gopjosh, patreon.com slash gopjosh, or just a few links down in the show notes below. I don't like asking for your support, but it's, the, it's impossible to get... Donors to donate to conservative shows, it's impossible to get sponsors that aren't all uh, super saturated already in the market um, on conservative programs, so your financial support is is vital to keeping this program on the air and keeping our projects we're trying to expand to um, possible. So let's hop into the news now, and thank you for that uh, little break there. Um... They are setting Trump's trial dates because we obviously saw the mugshot scene around the world. The shot scene around the world with the President Trump mugshot as the National Pulse uh, described it. So a judge sets Trump's trial date in a federal case. Um, I'm not sure exactly which indictment this is. Oh, Jack Smith's indictment. Um, Trump's legal team pushed for an April 2026 start date. They were trying to start it on January 2nd of this year just before the the first-in-the-nation Iowa caucus. Um, Both proposals were rejected, and so the date has been scheduled for March 4th, 2024, which is a Monday. This doesn't sound like a big deal at this point. Oh, okay, March 4th, whatever. It is the day before Super Tuesday, March 5th, the day where over a dozen states will hold their presidential primaries and if you don't have a big win on super tuesday you will not become president of the united states you will not win the nomination now obviously i believe trump will win big on super tuesday i believe he will win big any time a nominations put out there because i think he's the best candidate and people vote for the best candidate and i hope they do at least especially when it comes to president trump and they're voting and supporting for him and supporting him but censoring and trying to hold this trial on the day before Super Tuesday is intentional to try to take down the 45th president in this campaign. Obviously, before the big news about Super Tuesday, this was seen as, okay, this might be to take down his campaign. Now we know for a fact, based on the dates, based on the the examples they're giving, this is to take down his presidential campaign. And to take down the 45th president as a person because he's too dangerous to the deep state. Uh, this was the case on August 3rd where he pled not guilty. Um, he called the ruling on Monday election interference on Truth Social and promised to appeal. And I believe he will win that appeal. So what's going to happen? No case is going to go to trial before January of 2024. January is going to be... The Iowa caucus, it's going to show huge wins for President Trump in Iowa. He's going to win bigly. He's going to win bigly in New Hampshire. And at that point, he becomes a de facto Republican nominee, right? I mean, there's still going to be someone vying for the nomination next to him. But everyone serious considers Trump the nominee at that point. They're going to try to bring these cases in right before uh, Super Tuesday, after South Carolina, after Nevada, I believe as well. Um, Trump's going to win all four. And at that point, the RNC is going to sue and say, hey, you're ele- you're interfering in our nominee's race, so you need to get out. Whether it happens at that point or it happens later, no nomination is going to happen before, and no, no trial, I'm sorry, is going to happen before Trump has sealed, signed, sealed, and delivered the Republican nomination to, to Ronald McDaniel, Ronald Romney. And so we will see the RNC injecting Unless they actually, unless they decide to use the super electors and take vote with their conscience at convention and steal the nomination for Ron DeSantis, otherwise Trump wins the nomination handedly, and the RNC sues to inject because hey, you're you're interfering with our our presidential election at this point. You got to stop. They should sue now. The RNC should be getting directly involved at this point. Should have already been involved. You know why? Because he's the nominee. He's the Republican nominee, and he needs to be protected by the party he's running under. T- Trump put on Truth Social, t- uh, according to the Daily Caller. Today, a biased, Trump-hating judge gave me a two-month extension, What just what our corrupt government wanted. Super Tuesday, he wrote. I will appeal on Truth Social. By the way, you can follow me over there at GOP Josh. Um, in his August 17th court filing, Trump's legal team told the uh, judge that their proposed 2026 start date will provide time to review all material information, advance appropriation motions, and appraise the court's of uh, relevant legal issues. Noting the materials produced by the government's two-and-a-half-year investigation surpass 11.5 million pages, the time would also be equal to the government's time spent investigating. So this is obviously a solid case. They denied the request uh, to restrict Trump from disclosing any evidence in the case on October on August 11th. Instead of adopting a protective order restricting him from disclosing some sensitive material and imposing limits on his conduct, that means true social posting and what he says in public at at speaking appearances and whatnot. Trump's trial in Florida for his alleged mishandling of classified documents is scheduled to begin May 20th. A date for his Georgia case has not been set, but they're trying to do it in October. They're trying to do it October 23rd. Kind of lining up with Kenneth Chesborough's case who demanded a speedy trial. He was one of the 19 co-defendants in that Georgia case. So that's the news for the Trump indictment, for the Trump whatever's going on. Uh, we have more news about the primary after the break. Actually, I can I can hop into this really quick. Um, we all know that Vivek Ramaswamy is running around rapping on the campaign trail. It's not good to listen to. I don't enjoy it. Um, do we have a clip? Oh, we do have a clip. We, may, we might have a clip. We have an ad. Okay, we do not have a clip. All right, anyways. Uh, Vivek is going on the campaign trail uh, in Iowa. All around, whatever he's wherever he's at, rapping on the campaign trail. Oh, we do have the clip. Okay. what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's joking how? Everybody's joking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. over plough. Snap back to reality. Up oh, there goes gravity. Up oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. He's so mad, he So why—and I'm stopping the clip here. There's like 30 more seconds. Why Vivek is going around rapping Eminem, I will never understand. But Broadcast Music Inc. has sent a cease and desist to the VVAC 2024 campaign. Uh, This is what the letter says. The letter serves as a notice to you pursuant to the BMI music license for political entities or organizations entered into by Broadcast Music Inc. in VVAC 2024 on May 24th, 2023. Uh, The agreement. That BMI has received communication from Marshall B. uh, Mathers, professionally Eminem objecting to the Vivac Ramaswamy's campaign use of Eminem's musical compositions, the Eminem Works, and requesting that BMI remove all Eminem Works from the agreement. As such, uh, the Eminem Works are excluded from the agreement effective immediately. BMI will now consider any performance of the Eminem Works by the Vivac 2024 campaign from this date forward to be a material breach of the agreement for which BMI reserves all rights and remedies to respect thereto. So he can no longer play Eminem. He can't play it uh, as a walkout song. He cannot rap Eminem. Thank the Lord, or however many Lords he believes in. I believe there's one Lord, and I believe we all do. Um, but that's the situation with Vivek. What a what a guy! What a guy! He's such he he plagiarized Obama, saying, "Who's this skinny guy with a weird last name in the middle of the debate stage?" Um, during the debate we have that clip how do we not have that clip of oh yeah here we go we got it we got the clip the hope of a skinny kid with a funny name who believes that america has a place for him too i was a skinny guy with a funny name no you can't elect a skinny guy with a funny name to the presidency of the united states a skinny kid with a funny name named barack obama can grow up to be president of the united states there's another minute of this. Do we have the clip? Is Vivek in here? Vivek's clip is not in here. That's a shame. Um, anyways, yeah, here, here it is. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? So this skinny guy with a funny last name will not be president and he will not be rapping Eminem on the campaign trail. All right, back after this, where actually Democrats are publicly saying... They believe Trump can win in 2024. They're saying what we all know. Back after this, you're listening to the Conservative Crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. Only make my lead me now, are you saying she a boat rigger? Yeah, I'm in Fatty only make my lead bigger. I got 'em. Get, 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 get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. I got 'em. Get, get, get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. I got 'em. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. I got 'em. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Finita thought always at the beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton on the under arm. She said, Talk to Waka Flap. I could really do bomb for a case. I got a lot. I could blow up the spot like a bomb, but I'm looking for the one. Have you seen her? She went and put my whole team under subpoena, Diva, Friday Felicia, a poor kid in charge of Donald Trump and the bullshit. So if you uh, missed that, uh, it's linked in the show notes below, uh, not sponsored. That is the Brendan Dilly meme team's uh, vote rigger by Donald Trump, <laughs> set to the pace of Gold Digger uh, by Kanye or yeah Kanye West. So that's linked in the, in the short sourced so- stories portion of the show notes below. Um, that's funny. I-, I love that. I just I was showing it to people just everywhere. Like you hear this, I <laughs> I, just, I love it. Um, so before we get into the news. And before we get back uh, fully into the program, you can support the program today by going to bit.oi gopjoshfiverr. Now, what do you find over at that link? You can find anything you can imagine at Fiverr. They have AI art, logo design, WordPress websites, voiceover, a video explainer as to what's going on in the video, social media, SEO optimization, illustration, translation, data entry, Whatever you can imagine over at Fiverr, they have it. So go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr, F I V E R R, today to support the program over at Fiverr. bit.ly slash GOP Josh, F I V E R R. And thank you, Fiverr, for supporting the program. So uh, strategist Basil Smickle, that sounds like a fake name, but we're going to we'll go with it, uh, on CNN, tells CNN, the Communist News Network themselves, there is a good chance that Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden. Do we have the clip for that? Maybe. Well, look. Democratic strategist Basil Smickle said Monday on CNN that there is a good chance former President Donald Trump could beat President Joe Biden in 2020. That should be 2024, uh, but I digress. Smickle joined a panel alongside a Republican strategist and RNC former RNC spokesperson Doug High, with High noting Trump continues to gain traction in the polls, but despite Uh, his fourth indictment. The reality is, is that when Donald Trump gets indicted, not only does it sort of reinforce his core message that the system is rigged and there is a two-tiered system of justice, uh, but his opponents also reinforce that language. If you're running against Donald Trump, but you back him up, you're strengthening him. You are not weakening him. You're not helping your case uh, to become president. I know Democrats look at this race and think, well, we will probably do pretty well against Donald Trump. But there's a real reality here of being careful of what you wish for. That is exactly what Democrats thought in 2016, that there was no way Donald Trump could beat Hillary Clinton, and he did. We saw what the results were. I tell the Democrats to be really careful what you wish for on this, and that's absolutely true. I wrote a piece about this a little while ago called The Electoral Case for Donald Trump. It's on my substack if you go to gopjosh.substack.com or go to my website, gopjosh.com. Um, they, it's available everywhere. My opinion pieces are available. Um, but you actually have Democrats going out there cause they can't lie forever, right? They can't be the left wing and actually lie every time they talk to a voter forever. If they go out there and say, there is no way Trump wins the election. Just put it in the bag for Biden. Um, you're going to see a lot of Democrats that don't vote oh, well, it's in the bag for Biden. Why should I show up? So they're going to not vote. I would actually prefer, rather, for the media to tell people this election is in the bag. There's no way Biden loses. But seeing Democrats actually worried, actually afraid of Donald Trump again is a powerful thing because they've been riding him off this whole time. Since 2015, since so he came down the escalator, and I love talking about that moment in history. It was fantastic. Um, since he came down that escalator, the people were saying there is no shot. And then he became the 45th president. Oh, there's no shot at re-election. So they steal re-election. And now we have the third time where he's going to win even bigger for the third time. And we're going to be on election night 2024. I'll hopefully be in the room, uh, and, and we'll we'll hear this again. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. And then he'll announce that Joe Biden sent him a phone call, and that the election was over, and President Trump won. It might be four days from now. It might be or, or after the election, but we'll hear that that moment again. If we don't, this country doesn't exist in four years. This is the last election. I hope you all realize that. And I don't want to say that to kind of doom and gloom. But we're not going to have a country if we lose this election. Like we all we all generally realize that, don't we? We're not going to have a 2026 midterm. We're not going to have a 2028 presidential election. This is it. This is the last chance. Because the policies put in place by the left wing in power. The policies put in place by the uniparty in power. Are going to be enough to... End this country the way we know it. They're going to say there's no need for elections. Just just keep putting Democrats in power. We saw a New York Times headline, which was actually redacted, that said elections are bad for democracy. That was an actual quote from the New York Times. If you all think that this is just going to be another election, I don't know where you've been all this time. But this is not just another election. And it's not going to be just another election When we have people like Joe Biden running the show, people like Kamala Harris running the show, Barack Obama running the show, and this has probably been said before, but honestly, when we have stolen elections the way we do, we don't have a country next time around. We don't have a chance to go to the ballot box the next time around. We don't have a chance to go out there and, and advocate and support and try to change things again. It will be the end of trying to change things in this country. Because we won't have a country anymore. Democrat policies, Joe Biden policies, uniparty policies will not withstand the foreign threats we have, the domestic threats we have, another summer of love, another COVID pandemic, which by the way, I'll never put a mask on again. I will never be required to mask again. That is disgusting. And if we think that's going to work again, you are well mistaken. It ain't going to work again. You're not going to convince 300 million smart Americans to do it again. It didn't work the last time. That's why we have to do it again. We're not doing it again. I'm not putting a mask on again. And if you think this country can survive another pandemic, another lockdown process, man, I don't know. I, I, I got some ocean pro- uh, oceanfront property in Wyoming to sell you. That's all I got to say. Um, Switching topics here. Uh, For just a little bit, and we're going to get deeper into this in a little bit, but the Trump campaign is selling the uh, Never Surrender t-shirts with a mugshot, donaldjtrump.com, not sponsored. Um, But if you go there, they've got the mugshot mugs, folks, the Never Surrender mugshot mugs for $25. You get the Never Surrender coffee mug, and if I drank coffee, that would be the first thing that I'd want to purchase uh is one of those mugs the t-shirts okay i'm gonna be honest okay i'm sitting there just about to about to hit the hay for the night like oh pardon me let's look at the trump merchandise store nothing yet refresh the tab and there's the white never surrender shirt and i put it in my card and i apple paid out so quickly I cannot wait to see that shirt and to finally get that shirt and wear it here on the program. And I'll do a Rumble video. We've been kind of lackluster with a Rumble lately. I've had a lot of tech issues during the program. Not sure if y'all can hear that or not, but I've had some tech issues uh, trying to record the program and all all the fun things like that. So Rumble's on the the sidelines until we're able to figure out everything with that. Um, But we're going to do video clips using the audio here pretty soon to put on social media as well, part of our bigger operation to kind of expand the program and be able to do the coverage we're trying to do here in Ohio and nationwide. Um, And so look out for that. If you are on Facebook or on Twitter or on uh, TikTok even, or on YouTube, find my profile. Just search GOP Josh uh, Twitter and Facebook. uh, or Sorry, Facebook and Instagram. No, wow. Facebook and TikTok are at GOP Josh. GOP Josh 20 everywhere else. Verified profile on Truth Social. Going to put out the the videos all over of the clips of this program as soon as we get a chance. We're going to really make this explode. So we can do what we're trying to do um, there. So the Trump t-shirts are out and you will not believe the money they pulled. I almost want my own mugshot. That was that was incredible. (laughs) The amount of money they raised. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. Back after this. You're listening to the conservative crusader. Hey everyone, it's GOP Josh. We can only keep the Conservative Crusader podcast or or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash GOP Josh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected but anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the Conservative Crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. Make sure you check out our website, gopjosh.com, gopjosh.com. There you can find everything about me, the program, this very podcast. If you missed any part of the the program, want to go back and listen over at our website, you can find where the president himself, DJT, uh, shouted me out uh, during his sound of freedom screening in Bedminster, New Jersey. Um, right here on the and GOP website. Josh is a young conservative power. Best moment of my life, right there. Um, you can find my latest opinion piece, and then just a bunch of uh, links to my social media pages. So if you don't go there and check that out, what are you doing, man? What are you? What are you even doing? Um, Follow our verified profiles on Twitter and Truth Social over at GOP Josh on Truth Social and GOP Josh Twenty over on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, actually not verified at this point, because I have the Trump mugshot profile picture, and you should too, to stand with the president. All right, speaking of standing with the president, Donald Trump has raised mega, mega money since his mugshot was released uh, in the Fulton County Fannie Willis case. $20 million in three weeks um, in the hall. So, since the mugshot was released, he's raised $7.1 million, folks. $7.1 million. That's crazy money. <laughs> Even for a presidential campaign, uh, just since last Thursday uh, to today, with over $20 million raised in the past three weeks um, overall. The latest haul comes from amidst sales of mugshot merchandise, including the already infamous photo of the 45th president and the words, Never Surrender. Uh, there's shirts, posters, bumper stickers, mugs, a uh, little drink koozies, all the fun stuff. Uh, Trump's presidential campaign raised $4.18 million last Friday alone, uh, representing a record high for the highest 24-hour fundraising effort in the campaign to date. Uh, the merchandise costs anywhere from $12 to $34, uh, forms part of Trump's dominance over small-dollar small donations, as his 2024 campaign has been overwhelmingly reliant upon grassroots support. Reminder, President 45, POTUS 45, Donald Trump 47 as well, is not funded by the deep state, is not funded by mega millionaires or mega billionaires besides himself. Uh, He's not funded by the lobbyists, the political class, the ones that really want someone like Ron DeSantis or someone like Vivek Ramaswamy or someone like Nikki Haley to be in the office of the presidency. They don't fund Donald Trump. They never have. They never will. Trump is so powerful by selling those $30 MAGA hats. Selling those those classic hats that he's had since day one that blew up everywhere I go. I see at least one person wearing something Trump-related. I'll sit at work for eight hours a day, and, and you'll see someone walk in wearing a Trump 2024 hat. The momentum's there. And it's all small-dollar donations going to the campaign, funding the efforts. When people say, well, those MAGA hats are a lot of money. You know, the they're, 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 the new ones are like $45, which is cool, cool, a cool number uh, for them to cost. Obviously, knowing it's the president's uh, number, uh, $40 even. Yeah, but they're like $25 hats made in America. You're donating part of it to the campaign, and you're helping save this country. So it's worth the penny. Don't go cheap. Get the real thing. Get the real MAGA hats. Get the real Never Surrender shirt. And if you're buying a shirt from someone who is not the 45th president, if you're buying it from an online retailer or you're buying it from a store you recognize or even an influencer you listen to on Twitter or social media selling the mugshot t-shirt, don't buy it, folks. Do not buy the mugshot t-shirt from these people. The reason they're selling it is to make money off of you. The reason the 45th president's selling it is to try to fund his campaign against the deep state. So if you want to take down the deep state, if you want to help the president win, buy a shirt through the president. Don't buy a shirt from some random guy that's like, oh, I like Donald Trump. Give me money. No, don't do that. Buy the Trump shirt. Buy the shirt with his face on it from the guy whose face is on it. Um, That's my two cents, at least. And I, I bought the official one. I'm going to continue buying official merchandise because the president deserves the support after what he's given this country, he deserves our support um, as well. So let's go into some somber news here. Uh, just in a couple of weeks will be the 22nd anniversary of the worst terrorist attack in this nation's history, nine eleven. Not comparable to January 6th, by the way, and I don't want anyone to say that. It's absolutely disgusting. Last year on nine eleven, we saw people comparing it to January 6th. That is a despicable behavior. No, it is not comparable. Um, but what you have on on the date on 9 11 is you have presidents former and current um running to president be president congressmen everything, all the people going to Manhattan where the terrorist attack happened and we all know what what 911 was I don't have to explain that like this news article did that I'm about to read for, uh, for you all um, they either go to uh, the Pentagon where a plane crashed or they go to the Twin Towers, or where, where the uh, the current memorial is, or they go to um, Pennsylvania. And I've been to Pennsylvania, Flight 93 Memorial. It was beautiful. I recommend it to anyone driving through the area. It is kind of out of the way, but it's where it happened. But it's a beautiful uh, facility, a beautiful memorial. Go on a windy day, so you can hear the memorial actually uh, do what it's doing, uh, meant to do. Um, I missed that part of it, but the actual site itself was beautiful. I encourage it to anyone. Um, So the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. Joe Biden is not going to Manhattan. Joe Biden is not going to Pennsylvania. Joe Biden is not going to the Pentagon. Joe Biden will be in Alaska, going to an Alaskan military base, spending time with service members and their families, according to the White House. He will not participate in any of the observances at 9-11 memorial sites in New York City, Virginia, or Pennsylvania. Instead, the president will stop in Alaska for a September 11th observance at a joint base, uh, Elfmendorf, Richardson, and Anchorage, on his way back to Washington. Biden is scheduled to travel to India from September 7th to 10th to attend a summit with other world leaders, followed by a stop in Vietnam. Uh, Kamala Harris and her husband will be in in Manhattan. Joe Biden will lay a wreath at 9-11 Memorial in the Pentagon. He was a senator at the time. Uh, It will not be the first time that a president has not attended an annual observance. Uh, In 2015, Barack Obama participated in a moment of silence on the White House lawn before going to Fort Maid in Maryland to recognize the military's work protecting the country. Um, 2005, George Bush was at the White House lawn. So, um, there's one thing if you're at the White House which was one of the targets of 911 where they had the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania actually going and and being it um um that would have been at the White House it's one thing if you have it somewhere in the continental united states alaska i like alaska but is that where we should be and should our world leaders be participating in these global summits when we have such a tragic sad day for our country around the corner or should the priority for our country be our country and being remembering those that were lost due to this tragedy i know where i stand on it let me know where you think what you think 5746756747 five, 57 gop josh 7 but i don't think the president should be in alaska i don't think and if you noticed they couldn't say that Trump didn't attend one, right? George Bush did something in 2005. Um, Barack Obama, who is anti-American in every way, including not even actually being an American. Um, she... Uh, why did I say she? <laughs> well, not Michelle Obama. I'm not talking about her or him. Um, but Trump went to all of them every year. All four years of his presidency, all should be eight years of his presidency. Um, bro- uh, Joe Biden, last time he went to a military remembrance thing, he went to the the arrival of those from Afghanistan. He checked his watch, right? And that was just, that the, the two-year anniversary of that was just a few uh, weeks ago. This is not a president that understands what's important to this country, and that goes further into what I was saying earlier in the program about how we're not going to have a country if we don't win this next election. And I don't want to be an electorate saying, oh, we need to win this election. But well, we do. We don't have a country if we don't win this election. And if you missed that part of the program, I encourage you to go back and listen to it at the podcast um, at the website go-p-josh.com. Um But we don't have a-, a president. America does not have a president at this point. If you're going to be in Alaska on 9-11 instead of being at, at a place actually directly affected by 9-11... You're not America's president. You're the president of China. You're the president of Afghanistan. You don't represent America. And I guess that's why I stepping in Vietnam and the Middle East during this, this time. Instead of actually going, you know, where he probably should. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader. GOPjosh.com is our website in the Ohio News segment. So for those nationally, you can go ahead and tune out if you'd like. Or you can stay tuned to the most important battle in the pro-life movement here upcoming. Because we're going to have the most important ballot initiative in the United States on November 7th here in Ohio. And you need to vote uh, no on issue one here in Ohio in November. But we have ballot language, and I have it clipped here. Let me pull up my, uh, I hate using my phone during the show, but let's pull that up for the purposes of this clip here. Um, finding the ballot language. This is the ballot language that is, as of right now, going to be on the ballot for this initiative, and I'm going to read it to you in full. The proposed amendment would establish in the Constitution of the United States an individual right to one's own reproductive medical uh, treatment, including but not limited to abortion. Um, Create legal protections for any person or entity that assists a a person with receiving reproductive medical treatment, including but not limited to abortion. Prohibit citizens of of the state of Ohio from directly or indirectly burdening, penalizing, or prohibiting abortion before an unborn child. Remember that. Unborn child is determined to be viable unless the state demonstrates that it is using the least restrictive means, grant a pregnant woman's, remember that, woman's, treating physician the authority to determine on a case-by-case basis whether an unborn child is viable, and yada, yada, yada. The rest of it's not really important. If you're a conservative, you'll vote no. Uh, Anyway, that's the language as of right now according to the Ohio ballot board that will be on the ballot on November 7th, just uh, less than 90 days from now. Well, the group pushing this amendment that actually got the signatures on the ballot filed a lawsuit on Monday, today, challenging ballot language written by the Republicans on the ballot board that reproductive rights advocates say is inaccurate and will confuse voters this fall. So Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights asked the Ohio Supreme Court to use the same ballot language that they used to circulate petitions and collect signatures. Um, Advocates want blatant inaccuracies in the language fixed, if not. Uh, the court, which includes four Republicans and three Democrats, will work quickly to review the dispute because voting begins next month for those in the military overseas. Early voting for all Ohioans begins October 11th. Republicans on the Ohio ballot board, a five-member body tasked with crafting ballot language, can send that their wording for Ohio issue one is fair and accurate representation of what the constitutional amendment would do. Um, so what they are doing wrong. So let's, let's talk about what was wrong, according to this group. Uh, this is their quote. Issue 1 was clearly written to protect Ohio's right to make our own personal health care decisions about contraceptive, pregnancy, and abortion. Free from government interference, uh, the summary that was adopted by the ballot board is intentionally misleading and fails to meet the standards required by Ohio law. So, here are the differences. Republicans emphasize abortion in their ballot language, listing it seven times compared to the three references in the Abortion Rights Advocates Summary. The Amendment Summary references several reproductive rights, including access to contraception, fertility treatment, miscarriage treatment, and continuing a pregnancy. Um, Pardon me. Republican language singles out abortion and groups the rest together as reproductive medical treatment. Uh, The Amendment Summary uses the term pregnant patients, and Republicans use pregnant woman. Uh, Republicans use unborn child, while the Amendment uses fetus, which a fetus is an unborn human child. In Republican language, says says the citizens of the state of Ohio can prohibit an abortion under circumstances. Under certain circumstances, uh, the amendment says the state of Ohio. a reference to lawmakers, prosecutors, or other state officials. Have I ever mentioned how the pro life movement in Ohio doesn't want to win? I feel like I have. If you missed the interview with Lizzie Marbach, go to GOPJosh.com/slash/interviews today and catch that. Um, it's very important that you do that and listen to that interview over there okay up to this point when they talk about abortion a lot when they mention the other seven just grouping them all together um, when they have the pregnant patient instead of pregnant woman whatever that's not that's gonna fly under the radar changing the language to say the citizens of the state of Ohio versus the state of Ohio is going to get this thrown out in court because we don't want to win. The pro-life movement in Ohio and nationwide will cease to exist if we are able to ban abortion. That's why the goal of the pro-life movement has never been to fully ban abortion. The goal has been uh, to overturn Roe. Well, that's done. Now they have to move and pretend that their goal is to ban abortion. It never has been. It probably never will be. So what we have to do here as citizens is fight ourselves to ban abortion if you actually support what we support, which is banning abortion. You have to actually fight yourself uh, to do that. And so we're we're doing everything we can on the pro-life side here in uh in the state of Ohio. But the pro-life groups nationwide that are in charge of this um this ballot language, and, and the it's even Ohioans that are doing the ballot language. It is People like Frank LaRose doing the ballot language are intentionally changing it just enough to tick off the Supreme Court of Ohio. Just enough to make the Supreme Court mad and make them want to, uh, I'm throwing my headphones now, that's not great, Uh, make them want to throw it out. Do we do this intentionally? Serious question to those who are lawmakers or, or people of power in Ohio. Do you intentionally do the kind of things you're doing right now? Is your goal to not win? Everything in that amendment would have gone through no contest. But they put citizens of the state of Ohio. That implies the actual people. Not the lawmakers. The actual people themselves. There's no process in the full text of this amendment that will actually go in the Constitution. This is the ballot preview. I like to use the word preview. Um, There is no way that this language is going to allow citizens of the state to do anything. And so, if we lose and we lose this court case because of this language, first of all, I told you so. Second of all, Frank LaRose is intentionally losing. Because if we have abortion where this amendment fails in Ohio, the fight continues, but it continues a lot shorter of a period of time. Because we can go to the state legislature and ban abortion. If the pro life movement, pro life movement wanted to ban abortion, we would have had abortion banned already. But the money stops, the funding stops, when abortion is banned. The endless payroll for these lawmakers stop. The endless payroll for these special interests stop. The endless payroll for these right to life groups stop. The endless March for Life organ uh, events that cost like a tenth of what they raise uh, to actually put on they stop it's over they don't want it to be over they don't want the money to be over the money they make is too valuable to actually ban abortion that's why an Ohio Right to Life board member we talked about this with, with Lizzie on the program um, is lobbying against a bill that would ban abortion Mike McGuire's his name he's a board member at, at Ohio Right to Life and he's lobbying against banning abortion He's a board member of Ohio Right to Life. Why does he not want to ban abortion? The money stops. When you ban abortion, the money stops. And so think about that when you're supporting pro-life groups. Um, Ohio Right to Life, as I'm aware, has not made a statement on Mike McGuire's case. Uh, they will not to me. Um, and so when you hear these cases, when you see what's going on, when you hear about the the whatever's happening in, in this the space, just remember who you support for pro-life groups. There's a great end abortion in Ohio. I think they're worth a ground. I'm trying to get the president on the program because um, they seem great. They're actually pushing the legislation the Ohio right to Life working against to fully ban abortion, but they're not being funded by millionaires and billionaires with the guise of banning abortion because if they ban abortion, the money stops. That's why this language is intentionally just far enough to try- take off the Supreme Court. So we can actually make it against the Supreme Court when it's actually our fault for putting up stupid language. It was our fault. We should not have put up the dumb language. We should have kept it at abortion, kept it at unborn uh, child, and kept it at pregnancy. and pregnant woman. That would have been the end of it. We wouldn't have this discussion today. Alright friends, we're going to end the program now. So if you are Still listening, I appreciate you tuning in through the whole show. If you listen the whole show, I'm going to assume you like the program. If you like the program, go wherever you listen to the podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever process you use. And that was not me. Oh, that's that's the creaky thing that's me. That was not me, I, I promise you. Um, But if you are, uh, make sure you do. If you are enjoying the program, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Wherever you listen to the show, subscribe, boost us in the algorithm, help out the show. Support us on our Patreon page for as little as $3 a month. Patreon.com slash GOP Josh. Make the content you love possible. Patreon.com slash GOP Josh. And we will see you all on on, a wrong button. Wow, great great job. It's been a while since I've done that. Can you give me a break? We do a little trolling, it's called. We do. Can you give me a break, folks? Um, But we will be back with you all very soon, this very Wednesday, here on the program. GOPjosh.com. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader.